At American Public University, we believe higher education is not one size fits all. That's why we offer 200 modern programs that build on your knowledge and fit your schedule. Because we believe universities should adapt to the needs of students, not the other way around. American Public University, within reach, without limits. Online classes start every month. Learn more at AmericanPublicU.com. aspect of a child like me and you talk all the time when we talk about financing and some of the things we going through on a daily basis and it's like what do I don't have I mean we both like to travel and it's like mm-hmm. to travel sometimes it's like oh it could break the bank man so you know I'm going to Africa mm-hmm. and today I was looking up all the stuff that I have to get do up there <laughs> all the stuff I have to do in order to go to Africa so um Part of it is just ease of travel. So getting my global entry was like a hundred dollars. Yeah. Getting my visa to go to Gambia is a hundred dollars. Okay. But to have it um, expedited is one fifty, and I leave in three weeks, so I'll be expediting it. Um, my vaccination one hundred and sixty dollars. Then you know that that adds up, and I was just like, I did not plan on spending money on a shot. Do they do that for Canada? No. Okay. I was just asking. I mean, you got to have a passport. Yeah, I know you got to have a passport, which I do not have. I need to get a passport. (laughs) But the thing about getting a passport for me is a lot of people always talk about what, how amazing it is to travel. And that's cool. But I was just on the plane for four hours to New York. And that was the longest I've ever been on the plane. And I almost lost my fucking mind. Mine was eight and a half. So to think about fucking going <laughs> to Africa and being on a plane for like 14 hours, but maybe me, not straight, but still. Well, let me let me ask you this. Do you remember, because we've talked before, and it's been like just recently that you've started traveling more mm-hmm. outside of Texas, right? Yep, the last two years. And do you remember like well, how, last, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, how nervous you were? Fuck yeah. And how much like you didn't really want to do it, but yep. you wanted to do it. Yep. And then when you did it, you talked about how great it was, right? Yeah, it was going fun. to Denver. Going to New York. New Orleans. Going to, yeah, I've actually New Orleans. went some places to be country, and I never thought I would do that. <laughs> but it's always that, like, I don't want to, but then you do it. And yeah. you're like, it's kind of like going to the gym. Yeah. Like, you got to give yourself you a pep talk, and then, you and then you're, like, glad there. you did it. Yeah. That's, like, international travel. Like, the farthest I've been is 
I flew to Italy. Mm-hmm. That was eight and a half hours from JFK. So I flew from here to JFK. But see, that's when, wait a minute. You f- oh, so you flew, flew from, from here, here to JFK. To JFK, which is to New York. That's okay. four and a half hours or four hours. Mm-hmm. Then I flew from New York to Italy. And that was how many? Eight and a half. So it was eight and a half from New York to Italy? Yeah. So 12 hours. Yeah. So what kind of planes are they putting you on? I heard they'll put you on one where, you you know, like your seat reclines back. And I know for me. A bit more spacious. Is it like first class? First class. Yeah. Nah, it was a little bit uncomfortable. I just took some Benadryl and was out there. <laughs> Wait a minute. So if you, you still don't get like the, the, the reclining chairs? No, you're, I mean, you're clear, your chair does recline. Your chair reclines on a regular plane. No, just, I'm talking about recline like where your feet are laying out. You can just stretch your whole. <laughs> body out no that's in first class see that's bullshit and i you know i get first class and i understand people pay for mm-hmm. it but like i know on my flight back from new york like i was i felt like that little homeless kid looking in from the window because <laughs> as they was bringing me like them little cookies and mm-hmm. full cans of cranberry juice like i saw people getting like wings and when this bitch came out with a, a hot roll plate and i was like wait a minute what are they eating up there do we get a menu back here right because i mean, I mean even if they order up, it back in um what is it Regular, and I did realize that. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to say coach, but that's pretty much where a nigga was at. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I mean, went at the very economy. back. That's yeah, economy. Economy. I was well. Shit. What is coach at the back? No, it's, it's just fuck? now. It's a euphemism. Then they coach. used to. That's what I said. Then they used to say coach. Yeah. yeah. Nah. Yeah. You know what? I honestly don't give a fuck. We on the same goddamn plane, and we going in the same goddamn direction. So yeah. now I did. It did look more like a living room in the front. <laughs> I mean, that where was, airline did you fly? I flown on. Uh, I think it was American. Yeah. Yeah, American is. That's like, pretty cool. Pretty swank. They had a fine ass black woman on there too. <laughs> she was a, a stewardess. She, she might have been one of the girls that lives in my apartment complex. I'm gonna show you her. She was absolutely beautiful. I'm gonna show you her. But American Airlines, Southwest Airlines has better looking girls to me than American Airlines mm-hmm. flight attendants. I don't. I haven't flown south. Not to mention, you know, years. for all the feminists out there who 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 want to rise up on somewhat <laughs> misogynist, you know, I, I only saw them aesthetic. The aesthetic. I mean, that's the only thing. That's the first thing I can see is the aesthetics mm-hmm. of a person. You know, I didn't want to get to know them. I just needed them to, you know, make sure they bring me my partial piece of cookies and chips and peanuts <laughs> and uh, give me give me give me my uh, my my cranberry juice. Let me so. see. No, wait. No, that's not her. But she is cute. <laughs> Yes, she is. She on my nerves. Thirty something though. See, that's the thing too. You look at women, and we always talk on the podcast about dating. Me and you talk all the time about dating, and you talk yeah. about you know situations you've been in and mm-hmm. how it is to date. And I know before we even started the podcast, I posted something about um, unsolicited dick pics, which you've talked to me about before. And uh-huh. it's funny because the meme I put out was I just said mm-hmm. you know uh, him him saying send me a picture. The girl sending the picture, but it was like a emoji of just the girl, like her face. They y'all just sent a cute picture, and then you may say, "Send me one." And when one is sent, it's a dick pic because Because I I think men expect to get the same in return. They're like, "Let me send this dick pic so I can see if I can get a picture of a vagina, yeah, or tit or something." That's that's not how it works. I'm sorry. So have you ever gotten a dick pic and you just like, I'm okay with, uh, you know, it's cool because it's a nice one, or you like him a little bit? Because I mean. Yeah, maybe every situation ain't bad. Not when it's unsolicited. Like, wait okay. for me to ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because that Have you like, ever asked, though, for a guy to send you a picture of his dick? No. That's what I'm saying. Most girls don't that I know. No. No, because by the time, like, you might want to ask, they ain't already sent it. And sometimes, I mean, 
from talking to guys and just being a guy, I think Frank said it one time too on the podcast. He was like, sometimes, you know, we look at our shit and this shit looks impressive <laughs> and they want to, you know, you want to show it to somebody else and be like, hey, this shit looks impressive. You know, they looking for an ego stroke. I do remember <laughs> someone sent me one once and I was like, okay, no, no, wait, no, no, wait. I can get a better angle. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay. oh, that's what he said. He can get a better angle. <laughs> And that's what I was, I was thinking like, bro, too. Bro, if you gotta work on your angles, just let it be. Yeah, just don't send it. But see, that's the thing too. I mean, just like a lot of dudes be talking shit about women taking like Instagram angles and stuff to make <laughs> their asses look fat. I've heard that from so many homegirls that dudes literally send multiple ones, or the way, uh, or, or a woman taking a selfie is equivalent to like a nigga taking a picture of his dick. Like he just takes a million of them mm-hmm. until he feels like it's it looks big enough. To I'm where he can send it like, to her and she's going to be like, okay, this is good. This is something we can work with. I have someone who never been with them. They had sent me, like, dick pics, mm-hmm. videos. Of him jacking off? Um, or just letting it slang? Just uh, multiple. Th- and I've been like, That's please do crazy. not send me this. And I finally had to block them because mm-hmm. I kept getting. And he had, like, monster penis. Mm-hmm. But... I've said this before on the podcast, and I am not afraid to say it again. Like, I don't want massive dick. Like, I'm sorry. For those of you who have massive dick, it's not for everybody, and Mm -hmm. it's not for me. And I'm not even going to lie. It was, like, Mm well-proportioned and stuff, but I'm just like, bro, every time I look at that, it looks like pain, and I just don't want it. What is pain, though? Like, when I hear women say pain, I'm like, is it a pain? I I don't know. Because when having sex, I know, for me, if you're inside of a woman, it's like... Have you ever like tried to have sex and your dick got bent the wrong way? Yeah, but I don't think it was because my shit just that big. No, no, it's no, no. That's angle. not what I'm saying. Like maybe like you got the wrong angle when you're switching positions. Oh yeah, like, like it bent. Yeah, it, my and dick that, has bent and it hurts. Yes. Okay, it's probably something similar to that. Okay, I had a story one time when talking about hurt. I remember I was messing with this girl. I'm not gonna say her name. <laughs> don't do it. Gonna, don't do it. You but it was a girl to, I was dating. I saw. It was a girl I was dating. When I first moved here, mm-hmm. and well, when I, it was before I moved here because I was dating her, and I always used to say I would never move to Dallas. And I was dating her, and she got mad at me because I moved up here for my other girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget when I was still living in Texas County, she would come down there and see me. And it was one time I was getting, we were getting ready to mess around for the very first time, the very first time. And I was kissing her, and I, you know, from the lips, and it got closer to the vagina. And she was like, I want it. So, of course, I take my dick out. And I get ready to put it in, and it's like right when I put it in, I don't know if she's a virgin or it's just been a while, but when I got ready to put it in, like she literally scooted up to the top of the bed like she was scared and stepped on my dick. Now that was pain because when she stepped on, cause when she stepped on my dick, I, you know, of course I jumped back. So imagine her stepping on my dick, me pulling back. It's like she rolled my dick up in my skin as I was backing up. I was like, shit, motherfucker. Like it's just dick. What you running for? But yeah. did you guys have sex? No, we didn't. She stepped on my fucking dick. Like, like that's if if you've never had a mood, if you've never had a mood ruined, getting your dick stepped on, it's a great way. <laughs> that's a great way to ruin your mood. So, did we have sex? We definitely did Sorry. not have sex. Get your I'm shit not together. I'm just thinking like, yeah. picturing it. And yeah. You explained it well. Yeah. But I'm just picturing she it literally, without Yeah, she literally scooted to the top of the bed. And when she was scooting like she was scared, she literally stepped on my shit. She gave a new definition of running from the dick. And I always try to tell people, when I, I know when I talk on the podcast, I'll be like, people probably thinking this nigga got like 10 inches. I don't. I do not. 
I don't. My dick is not big. Now. Amazing. But I mean, you know, I got a lot of stories I could tell that I try to stay away from. But when we when you came over here, I told you I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about some um, adult fears. Let's get into it. Now, when I talk about adult fears, I talk, you know, like I was talking about a kid. Mm-hmm. I've talked about marriage. And I think for me, as I get older, I start wanting to address those things. Mm-hmm. So 35 years old. Why am I not married? I just feel like being honest. I'm not married because I don't think that shit is for me. And when I say that, I told you I got into an argument with a homegirl the other day mm-hmm. and I said, I am a non-traditional dater. Mm-hmm. I'm a non-traditional dude, period. Like, meaning getting married, like, I don't know if that's something that I want to do. And she was like, well, marriage is a relationship. And I said, marriage is a relationship. And she was like, yes. And I said, okay, but a relationship is not marriage, which makes it non-traditional, which right. means being in a relationship for six years, right? not being married, not living with that person. That's mm-hmm. non-traditional. At this point, yeah. yeah. And she was like, well, but you were with her for six years. So, wh- wh- why? I mean, what do you mean? That's traditional. You stayed in it. You stayed long term. I said, no, that's not. I said, you're trying to make apples. You're trying to talk apples and oranges. I think, and I think that's where a lot of people get mixed up because there are a lot of people who are dating. And there are a lot of people who are dating and living in the same household. That's not fucking marriage. Playa, boo. <laughs> so, I um. My sister's married. My younger sister is. And her, her marriage definitely is non-traditional because she's married to a woman. But mm-hmm. I remember when they got engaged and they're going through the motions and everything. They got married. No big deal. One of the first things they did as a married couple was buy a house. Okay. And they bought like a fixer-upper. Not like totally, but like semi. Yeah. And she was like... All this other shit we went through and figuring out this house is going to be what ruins my marriage. And I talked to her about it because my brother, my older brother's divorced. Um, He married like his high school sweetheart. They got divorced like two years ago. My other brother just moved in with someone and is with them, got engaged pretty, it's pretty serious, I guess, I guess at this point. But um, then my younger sister is married. And so I'm, I have a baby sister too, but I'm the only one of like the older kids that's not been in a serious committed relationship in the last three years. And I wasn't a long-term relationship for 10 years. We weren't married. Yeah. I mean, most people would think you'd be married by that, but I thank the Lord that I'm not. Yes. Um, (laughs) you and I both know, like, thank you guy. Yeah. Good looking out. Yeah. I thank you. Sometimes he tried to tell us we just don't want to listen. You know, he gave me so many warning signs, and he was like, this bitch just won't leave, so hey, let me just turn the nigga let me, gang. Yeah. Let me help her out. Oh, well, let I wasn't going to go there. But, I've already mentioned but that's, it before. But, 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 but that's the crazy part, too. Like, you know what? This is something that I, I don't know if I talked about, but I did want to talk about, I think, on the episode with you and Zeno on there. This whole gay thing. Like, dudes being gay and dudes hiding it. Or, like, I've heard so many women talk about, like, if a girl like if you slept with another woman tonight and you never went back to it it's fine but if a nigga sucked my dick or if I got on my knees and sucked (laughs) a dude's dick it's done um, I think it is more egregious though like to suck a nigga's dick like (laughs) god damn think about the way that sexuality is framed for women Um, it's framed from birth to be more fluid right have you ever watched gay porn I mean, man, um, I, mean, man. I don't watch porn. Have you ever, somebody ever tried to get you to, because somebody always trying to get people so, to do something you don't do. This is a little <laughs> divulgence. I linked back up with my ex at one point mm-hmm. when I was staying up in New York and walked in on him and his new boyfriend kissing. Okay. And I dang near, 
Did I ever tell you that? I think you did because you. T- you I, I think you called. Yeah, I was gonna say I think you called me because you were angry. Yeah, I threw a I threw a water glass. Yeah. And I almost like I don't really like you've known me for like three years yeah. now. Like I don't get angry like that. Like I'm pretty like low key. I don't get worked up like that. I was furious. I think if I even walked in on a dude, like I know it's been times where I'm, you know, anybody who watches Pornhub, you know, when you go, <laughs> it gives you like the all of these categories up front. Okay. So you got to get to your category. Mm-hmm. But I remember one time, like now they have it to where it's like if you hover over the video, like it'll kind of filter through. So mm-hmm. I'm going through and I'm looking and it's like as you're trying to change it, you see ass and a dick but it ain't a girl's ass and it's like alright nigga I'm out of here I don't even want to look for what I was looking for anymore it just ruined the whole man, thing man look you. at her respect to all the gay men out so, there taking giving and receiving but that, boy that's some new stuff it's old business but it's some new stuff well and the thing is is there's so many gay men and especially in Dallas and I'm not going to say how I know let's just say I got inside sources that have let me know that there is men out here perpetrating as straight men who are not straight men. Yeah, let me just say, I got a lot of homeboys that I've met through other people that I'm cool with, and they are like brothers now that are gay, and they be picking them out like nobody's no, and business. And that's from like, you know, I thought my gaydar would get better, but I realized what it is. No, like, them niggas got better. Yes. They are like. They leveled up. Their camouflage game is so ridiculous. They have leveled up. I'm just like, bro. To a whole new it's, level. It's the same thing as like leveling up like trans women. At I was this just point. about to say they that. They just blend right in, and that's not an issue. Like I support, like be who you are. Just tell me just, who. If, if I yes, ever meet a trans woman, just if I meet a trans woman, I need you to all trans women out there. If I was to ever come across your path, please let me know you was a man first. Please let that's me know you're thing. a man now, because no disrespect, but once born a man, in my opinion. You're always a man, even if you change. I know that's going to get me in trouble with it's somebody. It's going to get you in so much trouble. But this is the Are thing you about an ally it. or not? No, this is the thing. <laughs> Regardless of what I feel about that, I still respect their stance mm-hmm. as who they are. But in this country, at some point, we got to fucking learn to start agreeing to disagree and mm-hmm. still have respect for people. Because I may fair. not agree with the way you look or view things or if you want to chop your dick off or if you want to get titties. Whatever you want to do is fine with me. But you can't make me believe what you want me to believe. I'm a free-hearted person. I don't really believe in Jesus and all that other shit either. But I'm going to just say this. I respect you, but don't fucking come for me. Right. Because I respect what you, I'm not talking down on nobody. That's no. just my ignorant opinion. <laughs> no, and I think that the thing is people have gotten so touchy about rights that it's like you can't say shit without somebody getting angry. Getting offended. And that's the thing is just have your opinion. Here's my thought process on that. As long as what I want for my life and my thoughts and my opinions and my desires don't directly impact your life then who the fuck cares? But see, that's the thing about it. We've allowed people to really be sensitive yeah. about every fucking thing. And, and and not to be funny, it used to just be white folks doing this shit. Yeah, but the thing that's is, everybody. is when your rights infringe upon my rights, then we get into this, like, who's right? Who's right? And we that's what you, like what you said, we have got to agree to disagree at some point because I'm a social worker. Like, I am full-on ally. My sister's married to a woman. I have friends that are gay. Even my ex, like... With everything that's happened with mm-hmm. he and I, he and I are still cordial. 
We're still cordial, but maybe I'm just, I don't know. But like you said, well, and it goes back. I don't know if this was just a meme all-star day, but it was a meme earlier. Somebody posted. They said, if you're wrong, own up to what you didn't do right. That's how you learn and earn respect. And I said, Negroes don't want to be respected. They want to be right. Yeah. So when it comes to what you were saying about agreeing to disagree or owning up to being wrong or just owning up to saying, you know, your opinion may not be the best one. Nobody want to do that. Everybody want to be right because everybody's told that their opinion is okay. This is the thing. I This is my issue with just the way the world is at this point. And, and mm-hmm. this is just the most random ass podcast. And it made <laughs> that the title may just be random ass podcast. But the point of the matter is you nobody's wrong about anything. You have, and again, this is just on the topic. Gays are saying they're not wrong. People who hate gays are saying they are not wrong. Transgenders saying they're not wrong. People who hate transgender saying they're not wrong. Uh, Baptists saying they right. Holiness saying they right. I mean, who the fuck is wrong? And who is right? And what's mm-hmm. the and why I'm wrong pretty much eighty percent of the time during the day, all the time. Because you know mm-hmm. why? It's my opinion. Right. Anytime you give an a fucking opinion. It can be outweighed by other opinions, which makes yours null and void. So the problem that we have now is we've confused opinion with facts. That's that's the thing. The Thank people you, Google. Now, <laughs> that's not what I looked up. But people have now um, confused opinion with facts. But there's something that we learn in like school because you know my undergrads in psych, and I can't remember if I learned it in undergrad or grad school. But um, there's a type of interviewing that you do or therapy that you do with someone who's like firmly believes that they're right. Like maybe they're delusional and not even delusional. Like maybe they're an addict and they believe it's okay to be an addict. The way you start with them is you start where they're at and agree with them and slowly introduce. I did hear that. Yeah. What what method is that? It's a method. It's a method. I can't remember what it's called. I I want to say it's like motivational interviewing, but I don't think it's, or might be persuasive interviewing. Uh, it's something. It's something. But um, it's been a long time since I've had to look up methods. Me too. Um, but it's a type of, of method that you use. And um, it's I would say it might be a little sneaky, but it's like you get someone to trust you enough to say, like, maybe this person has a point. And you slowly, like, side, like slide them over to your side. Mm-hmm. It's called you playing wanna, the game. Yeah. I mean, and that's kind of how... It's happened, but like here's as I said, do what you want to do with your life because mm-hmm. that's your life. Yeah. But when your life choices start to impede my ability to make my own life choices, then we have a problem because like just like you only get one life to live for you, I only get one life to live for me. Yeah. And I don't understand why your rights are more important to live the life that you choose than mine are to live the life that I choose. Well, that's life. Now, I did want you to talk about, before we got on the podcast, we were talking about adult fears to kind of come back to where mm-hmm. we were talking. So with the adult fears, you were saying um, your therapist mentioned shoulds. Yeah, so um, I've been, like, totally open about this. I have a therapist. She's great. Um, Everybody needs one. Yeah, I'm, at you know, I'm a social worker, and I've been a therapist. And even as a therapist, I'm like, yo, I need a therapist. A therapist needs a therapist. Right, like, more than anyone, actually. But, um so she and I will talk about things and I'll talk about like I should be at this place in my life like I just turned 30 in September or I should have like this type of job or I should have this type of relationship and she was like see that's the problem with shoulds like who says like who comes up with the shoulds and um, she basically told me like I need to get rid of shoulds and I I need to start focusing on what is but I think everybody does that because I mean at 35 years old for me if I'm being honest with you I would have thought that 
whatever company or whatever business or whatever um, career path I had taken by this point, I felt like, yeah, I would have the bigger house, you know, <laughs> definitely have a wife, definitely have some kids or even and, and just and I feel like those are things that you just had in your mind as in an adolescent stage. But even now, my shoulds are I feel like I should be I mean, not to be funny in the podcasting game. A lot of people feel like we're great at things and we should be further along at certain points in our career. But maybe we're not ready for that. I heard I've heard oftentimes sometimes from women I've dated and just sometimes for friends, I feel like they'll say, I feel like you're an awesome person, but they'd be like, depending on how much money you make because you are an asshole, I think you would be a bigger asshole. So I don't know if you're ready for it. And I've been hearing that for years, but the thing about it was because I heard that for years, I've always had in my subconscious mind to like kind of prep myself to say, Hey, if you do start getting this kind of money, how are you going to act? Are you going to be the way people said you're going to be? You know what I'm saying? Or are you going to be able to control that to where sometimes like, you know, people say God don't give you a blessing because he knew you weren't ready. I don't believe that horse shit either, but you know, that's just a different opinion. You know, I think I've said that to you before, but I'm going to retract that statement. Which one? That if you like, got money, I would be a dick. Yeah. You've gotten I mean, to know me. Yeah. I don't think that that's true. I mean, and everybody still, doesn't turn I think into you're going to still be the same level of dickhead you are right now. I do think so too. Like, I still think you're going to be an asshole. I do. I, I will be. The thing is, is it's all about perspective. When you're an asshole with money, they be like, "You an asshole, or asshole, because you got money." Yeah. Not realizing I, that you've been, been an been asshole. asshole the whole I've been time. an asshole. People just notice it more yes. because they notice your money more. Yes. So you're just more visible with money. Like Very it just true. puts you on the map a lot more. So it's almost like. Um, you know, instances of like diagnoses of illnesses, mm. they're going up. Is it really going up or we just have better detection tools? Very true. So it's like the same thing for you um, or anyone who yeah. makes a come up or has become more visible, gets more coverage. People just see it more. That's true. Now, I didn't want to make a, a, a too long of a podcast tonight, but I did want to, mm-hmm. before we get out of here, I wanted to talk about cuffing season. We've had to put the shit off for a while because in Texas here, it has not been consistent cold weather, but we've heard that we're supposed to have a week of cold weather. Get all your fucking in now, people. I just got a text message speaking of. Get all your fucking in now, people, because we only got one week of it. See, when it gets cold for me, I think about chili and cornbread. And Christmas lights and warm houses and blankets and good movies and blowjobs, maybe. <laughs> but I don't think about, let me pick up my phone and find out who I can snuggle up with and Netflix and chill with. That's why I got a dog. But the crazy thing about it is this week is starting. But the funny thing about it, I think people don't really ever talk about when they think cuffing season. They always just talk about cuffing season, you know, being up in the house with somebody watching TV, so on and so forth. I think about the initiation process, mm-hmm. meaning people complain about cuffing season. Predominantly, it seems like women complain. But the thing about women, and you hear me say this shit all the time when you tell me stories about you, when you tell me stories about your homegirls, when you tell me stories about anything, mm-hmm. I always say women Allow this shit. And I will agree. Thank you. However. Okay. It's always a butter or a however <laughs> something. No. Like, so here's the thing is, and you can agree or disagree with me. Mm-hmm. I don't care. You're a little bit atypical. So <laughs> whatever. But um, I feel like, and we women, I will say allow it. But the, the however is men pay just enough attention in down season to keep people interested so that when up season 
i.e. cuffing season happens, they have just enough little leverage to kind of come of in. coal yeah. there that they just need to stoke Kernel that fire. Coal. <laughs> <laughs> they just got to stoke the fire. That's it. And then we women, we start to second guess that history that they're like, mm, they didn't return my call or they didn't text me. Or, I ain't heard from them in months. Like, like, well, they're trying now. The problem with us women is we give the benefit of the doubt. Just stop it. Delete the number and put them on your block list. I've done that. And then they hit me up on a different social media platform. And they're like, I've been texting you. Yeah. And I'd be like, send me your number. And I had to go check, and it was on my block list. But when, but now let's be honest. Now, I don't, mm-hmm. I, I don't know this part about you because I've never asked. So in a situation of knowing the cuffing season is upon us, and you're in the moments of cuffing season, why do I feel like a cuffing season uh, commentator right now? I don't know, but keep going. So... On the cusp of it, when you get those phone calls or those messages and you know that these are the cuff, this is like a cuffing season mm-hmm. exhibition and you or have you ever taken the bait knowing that this is what it's about and just enjoyed it for the season? Mm-hmm. I've been lying if I didn't say so. Which one do you prefer? Do you prefer to enjoy cuffing season or go without the, the bullshit? Because if you know, if in cuffing season, it's all bullshit. So, now, some yeah. motherfuckers have come out of the wild alive and married <laughs> or pregnant. So <laughs> You've made it out, but you hey. didn't come out without, with, with that. No, so here's my thing. You have to be selective in who you allow in those weak moments. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I don't just have sex with just anybody. Like, I got to actually like you. Yeah. And, like, know you and have some kind of form of attachment or relationship with you or something. Yeah. And maybe you catch me at a weak moment. Maybe you don't. But that's the choice I got to make at that point. And so it's for me, is it like the question I ask myself is, if I wake up tomorrow after this happens, am I going to hate myself? And if I wake up tomorrow after this happens, is it going to change the dynamic of this relationship in a way that I'm not okay with? True and 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 sometimes some niggas you can't just have sex with one time and be like okay I'm gonna do it this one time let them scratch this itch because no. if, if it's, it's and it can't be good it's kind of like when I always say on the podcast when a dude be like a girl came on to him after smashing one time I'd be like did you put the whole dick in so with a woman it's like you can't you can't be attractive and then give in to that one moment give him some head let him smash he gonna come back if it's any if it's half decent of any kind. Even if it ain't good, he gonna put you on the bottom of the list, but he gonna always come back to you. So here's the thing is that women need to recognize, and I'm not gonna say this is all the time, but unattached men always have a list. And what what what, what are we talking about? You said unattached men always have a list. The, uh, so if they're not in a relationship, okay. Even if they're in a relationship, they may have a list still. But <laughs> <laughs> for argument's sake, <laughs> let's just stick to this category. What did you say? Unattached men have a what? Always a have list. a list. All right. I'm trying to get my, I'm writing down podcasts, possible podcast topics. And so, um, I'm just saying like, and you can, you've been an unattached man before. Mm-hmm. You have a list of girls, homegirls or otherwise. I got a roster. <laughs> I told my homegirl the other day, I said, let me work on my basketball team. I'm telling you, but um, I always got seven deep. May not get a chance to go to them, but I, I keep. You got to keep seven. And so that's the thing. Like, and also, like, you have to remember, like, people, even friends in your lives, serve a different purpose. Mm-hmm. Women. So this is the thing. Let me say this because people always jump on me. They be like, oh, oh you know, Artesia, and I be like, oh, okay. This even. I'm pretty sure she has a list. I'm sure everybody even has a you're list. You're not fucking. You, you have, have a list. list. You ha- and so that, and what is but, that list? Go ahead. But you let me you. say. When I was in my past relationship, I did not have a list. 
I cut off all contact with people of the opposite sex, which is why I will never, ever do that again. Yeah. Because then, you guess what? When your main thing... Gone. <laughs> yo, you ain't got no list, and you got to start from and the you bottom. you got to start up. from the bottom. And that is... That's the shit that so happened to me. difficult. Like, yes. I don't want to reconstruct yep. this. You, what you want to do... I don't want to reconstruct if this If you list. are consistent, what you do is you have that roster of seven. Mm-hmm. Now, some of these niggas you got to put trade. back in the D-League... Some of these niggas you got to trade. Some of these niggas you got to put in the D league because they ain't as good, and you got to get them a little bit more training, and you bring them back up. And then that rotating five as they get old and you get tired of them, you they retire or and you clingy. move them on, and you bring them yeah, exactly, or you and you bring them up. <laughs> but here's the thing. So here's it, it, two different things. So you have a list. Yes. And like you have people that serve different purposes. You got friends that like you got homeboys you call when you just want to go and like have dinner or something. Mm-hmm. And let me just say this. And I, want, told, I, I do want to know a list because I know you got one. I want you to give me at least three to five guys and what they are good for. <laughs> I will give you the same thing. I've been having a list since two thousand. I didn't realize I had a list until this conversation. So let me get my thoughts together. Yeah, but so that's, I, I started the list. So you have a homeboy you call when you just want to go eat. Okay, right? go eat. Gotcha. You got that homeboy you call when you just want to have sex because the sex. sex is good. All right, now are we talking sucking dick, anal, or just having sex, vagina, vaginal interact, like Tyree says, uh, vaginal activity. I don't know anyone. I'm gonna just call me like, yo, I just want to suck your dick tonight. Like okay. that's not, it's so, not. Maybe actually, it depends on what purpose it serves. <laughs> <laughs> actually, let me. I told you I hadn't really formulated this. So list. we go eat. We got um, one that go eat, one to have sex. You got one. Yeah, you got one that you just call. To chill and watch TV, like for real, I have. They just come over and watch TV. But they, I, but are they trying to get out of the, the friend zone though? Chill. Nah, we both talked about it. We don't. Neither one of us want to be out of that zone. Okay, well, there you go. You just, you know. So. Um, <laughs> and then you got that dude that like really wants you, but mm-hmm. you don't really want them, but you mm. need them because they're gonna always be available. Okay, so a friend zoned. Well, they're not okay with the friend zone, but no, you know not. that shit ain't never, never gonna, happen. gonna happen. See, that's the I'm, I'm, I, this is the honesty that needs to happen because so many times these things that you were saying, women will say niggas are the only ones that do no, this, and like, no, we're not. Y'all aren't, but I think that you are. Like, see, I'm formulating this list on the fly. Well, I'm gonna formulate mine on the fly too. <laughs> but you had your list since when? 2006. Okay. <laughs> Case in point. It was a good year. <laughs> So I have not had a list that long and they there's ones that like fall off the list like mm-hmm. and I'm sure like these people that I've talked about they probably got a list too and I'm somewhere on there. Mm-hmm. But the thing like, is like Jason um from Republican Company said he said at some point somebody was saying, "Hey, where the hoes at?" and your mama was that hoe. So <laughs> that's true. I mean, here's the thing. That's real. And like here's like a, a sidebar. I'm not even going to say all women. I'm going to say all people had a hoe phase. Yeah, of and course. And if you want to lie to my face. Wait a minute. Wait a minute now. <laughs> I do know people who haven't had a whole phase. I don't think a whole phase is when you just have two people. A whole phase, you got, like, my whole phase, it was eight in a week. <laughs> okay. So, no, my and thing is. it was eight is, on my it, roster. But it, it depends on for that person. If that person don't never have sex. And then they get one or two. And then they two, get one or two. That's a that's whole phase. A whole phase. Okay. All right. Well, or I just, even I just like see where if we're going they never it. engage and they say, say they kiss like four or five dudes mm-hmm. in a week. That's their whole phase. Okay. It's about perspective. Okay, gotcha. So that's my thing is like, <sighs> judge not, least ye be judged. True. Because it just depends on perspective. So you got four guys. So you basically got four different guys. So what's your list we're going with? Number one is go eat. Mm-hmm. 
It makes me want to have a, a, me, a no, bear no, no. going, ding, 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 Can I go give, eat. Can I have... A, I'm going to make a statement here. Okay. I am not one of them chicks that calls people up just because I don't want to pay for my own food. Okay, good. Because you know probably you got nah. some salty niggas no, that's been I'm on not, the other like, end of that. I actually offer to pay for my food when mm-hmm. I go out. Like, I've told Anthony this. He's like, you could have people buying you this, buying you. Yeah. That I'm not... Anthony, I am not like that. Am I not like that? Like, Not I that I be. know of. But I'm not. I think every woman could, it, not every woman, I, but I'm a lot not. of women can really tap into that. But see, men can do that too because I've told you, I could be using people. I would feel but like. But I don't. Now, I do accept gifts. Now, that's one, you know. I'm not going to turn a gift down. Yeah, that's you just know. bad manners. I, I know it was like two Christmases ago, and Arteezy was like, I didn't buy any of those boxes. And I was like, nope, you didn't. <laughs> and she was like, so what are those things? And I was like, <laughs> somebody wanted to buy something, so they bought it. And if somebody bought something for her, I wouldn't have cared. Mm-hmm. Because you know why? I'm a Notre Dame fan, so if somebody wants to buy me a $70 robe and a hundred some dollar throw and a $50 hat that I don't have to buy that I would like to have, I'm taking this gift. It's been plenty of times I done went out with her and niggas is buying drinks and I just say, go over there. If you with your girls, just get a nigga a crown of coke. Mm-hmm. I'll let your boy. <laughs> <laughs> Work the room, goddamn it. <laughs> but I don't even like we went out together. I don't even really do that. Yeah. Let them I'll be chilling. But here's the thing mm-hmm. is You got to have sex friend. I just wanted to jump in. We're going yes, through your list. I Go have ahead. Have sex, Go friend. eat and have sex. We'll get to what the What was my two. next one? Uh I can't read my handwriting. Uh chill and watch TV. Yeah, you got that like friend zone friend. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna give you my quick list. This is off the Go cuff. For it. Well, it ain't off the cuff because I've been sitting there still yeah. in it. I do and we'll always have somebody on the roster that will come through and bring a meal. <laughs> come through and cook. I'm a man. I need my belly fed. Blowjob. Mm-hmm. You always need one of those men. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody to do laundry and clean up. Women do like to do that. Mm. Someone to run your errands. <laughs> I'm telling you this bullshit. <laughs> I'm not bullshitting at all. Your list sounds worse than mine. Then you have people that are extra freaky. I told y'all I had a choker one time. Did I have my just sex one? Yeah, you just had sex. But see, it ain't just sex for me. Some people have been better at one thing than Mm -hmm. others. So if you better with your mouth than your vagina, give me the mouth. If you better with the vagina than the mouth, give me the vagina. If you want to offer up the asshole, it depends on what mood I'm in that day. So... So basically what I'm saying is you got to have multiple ones. Then you have, then you just have people who will gift you. Like they'll give you money. I've never had that. And you and have I to say I like no. didn't cultivate that because I was in a relationship during the cultivation phase. I'll tell you like I'd be telling. But I've seen my daddy's list. Mm-hmm. Now my daddy is pimp, player, all kind of. Let, I don't use white women, but I just know white women are my, easily to open up the pocketbook. Let me just tell you, I have seen it with my, and I, I'm half yes. white, everybody know this. I have seen it. They will Both open my up brothers their whole is light skinned and good looking. They will pay you before they pay their bills. <laughs> I've had friends when I post family pictures, they're like, bitch, you my friend, but I would get pregnant by your brothers. <laughs> yeah. Your brother is handsome. I got two brothers. Yeah. Mm. Hey, but you know what? And that's how easy it is. That's the part of cuffing season that people, women cannot be mad about. Mm. Y'all cannot be mad we when y'all have coming. allowed the doors to open. It's like getting mad when someone cuts you off when they have their blinker on. And then you, you know why women coming. and you know why women always gonna have an option for dick during cuffing season and a lot of times they're gonna take it. Cause you're gonna have the dude that you knew that he probably was out of your league, but he paid your attention, so you may wanna go ahead and take that option. Then you're gonna have the dude that you wasn't gonna give him none, but he just outside the fence like a a, a dog. 
and he waiting. He like strokes your ego. Exactly. That's the ex- that he's Mars. He's Mars. Uh, whatever Mars name off of a. Uh, she's got to have it. He's that dude <laughs> to where he may not have the biggest dick. He may not be the best looking, but he going to make you feel like every bit of a woman or he going to stroke that ego if you need that to happen. So the problem that women have in this situation is that we forget what it is. Very like true. We see it because we can. We're not blind going into it. We know what, we it, know what is. it is. But winter lasts how long? Hmm? Winter lasts how long? About three, four months. On what part of the country you're in? Okay, so if it had, <laughs> let's just say about three or four months. Ninety days is is a good enough time to really create a bad habit. I mean, twenty one days to form a habit. So ninety is a bad habit because you're engulfed in it. Yeah. Is what you're leading up to about yeah. not knowing or still seeing it so for what it initially thing. was. It's so uh, I'm not gonna say just women. I think that men do it too. The thing is, is you get caught up in a moment. And you forget that it's just a moment. Yeah. And it, it becomes longer yeah. than a moment. Thank you. I'm like, I don't want to be, yeah, you know. It's all anyway, right. you get caught up in the moment, and you let that moment last longer than 60 seconds. And it's not supposed to. It's just supposed to be a moment. Especially during sex, you can oftentimes get caught up in moments and feelings, and you'd be like, this shit feels like it's real for a moment. See, here, and I don't know if it's because of like my past relationship and how everything went down, yeah. but I'm a talker. I talk through things. Yeah. I live in my head. And <laughs> all I have to do is talk through my thoughts and, and it will clear the field for me. If they really want to be around, they're going to stick around. Because yeah. I annoy myself sometimes. Mm-hmm. But if it's worth it, they're going to stick around. Now, I always thought to myself, like, what mm-hmm. gets you in the mindset for cuffing season? And for me, it's always been music. Yeah. Like, if I listen to, like, some Ryan Leslie or some Bryson Tiller. Gaye this morning. Even Marvin Gaye. <laughs> like, damn you, Marvin. Yeah, and it's like it puts you in a mood. It's kind of yeah. like how Christmas music puts you in a Christmas mood. Like, certain R&B songs and certain love songs put you mm-hmm. in a mood for loving or loving on somebody or being loved on. Certain Christmas That's why songs. I don't play. I'll be like, let me call yeah. number three on the list. Yeah, that's why I don't play music. I, even in relationships, mm-hmm. I've never really played. I played music one time during sex. I don't play music during sex. Yeah. That shit will have you falling so deep into a pussy abyss. Uh, <laughs> pussy abyss. You have no. <laughs> the deep, dark dick hole. Yes, and you will not find a way out of that <laughs> celestial cave. I want no parts of that. I'm not playing in, in no tank. I'm not playing no Usher, no Chris Brown, no uh, Ryan. I ain't playing nothing that will help me. We're playing R. Kelly. Because all it. music does is help a nigga stroke get better. It really does. Because niggas be stroke. Like, I know I'd be like, the time I was doing it, mm-mm. <laughs> and I already feel like, you know, as a guy, we concentrate on mm-hmm. our strokes. But to have that music creep into your ear, into your arms and your vessels and into your spine. The stroke game changes things. And the girl's legs just open wider and wider. And before you know it, her feet touching the back of the headboard. <laughs> I'm not playing music while I have sex. Fair enough. That's falling in love, love. I don't want that love. Yet. Nah, it's falling in lust, love. Very true. And that's bad when you put that with love, love, and lust, love. Man, last time I did that, I got my heart broke. Yeah. That's tough stuff. I'm just an old, jaded soul. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> cuffing season. It's cuffing. It's cuffing, it's cuffing season, season for the next five Shoot days. Shoot your shot. I'm doing that all 2018. Shoot your shot. I told you. I know. Before we wrap the podcast up, that is my motto for 2018. It's mm-hmm. an old motto. It's an old saying. But I'm shooting my shot all 2018. 
What do you mean by that, you may ask? I mean, from a business perspective. <laughs> what do you mean, Anthony? Yeah, from Please a business perspective. More. Like, if I want to be on a TV show or if I want to have a famous person on a podcast or if I want to go somewhere and do something, I'm just going to fucking do it. Like, if you die tomorrow, literally, this is how I've been thinking. What the fuck could I have done to make whatever I'm trying to do better? Mm-hmm. And... All I could think was shoot my shot. A lot of times I type up emails to send them out to people to ask for things and I delete those emails. I'm just going to start shooting the motherfuckers. Like you said, what's the worst that can be be done to where they either don't reply or they say no? The thing is, is if here's my the thing I've always lived by, and I've told you this before. Mm-hmm. The worst that can happen when you ask somebody for something is they tell you no. And then you're left in the same situation you were in before you asked. Very true. At least you know the answer. But if they say yes, yeah. you have... Everything to gain and really nothing to lose because there's always another person you can ask if one says no. That is very true. Mm-hmm. So follow me, listeners, in the 2018 and shoot your motherfucking shot. Maybe that's <laughs> a job you want. Maybe you want to raise. Maybe you want some new pussy. Maybe you want to marry somebody. Maybe you want to move in with somebody. Shoot your motherfucking shot. If you sitting on the bus stop and you keep seeing this fine ass girl get on the bus and she there every day with no fucking ring on, shoot your motherfucking shot. If you are the eighth man on the bench and you feel like you can be the small starting forward for your high school, college, or whatever, go tell your coach to put me in the goddamn game, coach. Put me in the game, coach. Shoot your motherfucking shot all 2018. Start now. Exercise. Get in the mirror. Look at yourself. Ask for what you want. And tomorrow, go out and ask for that shit. Tomorrow's not promised. I never forget. I've said it before on the on the podcast. It's been times I've asked for a raise and I got it and I was surprised. Some of the best uh just shoot my shot moments was talking to girls and they asking me what I want and I'm saying nothing but sex and they actually giving it to me. Shoot your motherfucking shot. But I'm gonna say some women just want sex. And that's the thing. That's just it. That's it. Just be but here's for me. I can only speak for me personally. If all you want from me is sex, just say that. Just say and that. And you know what? If you shoot your shot, you might get lucky. You just might get lucky. Because maybe I just want sex that day, too. And maybe, I was about to say, maybe it ain't today, maybe it ain't tomorrow. But that's some point. But at least point. I know where you stand. Exactly. And I'd be like, you know what? That eighth man on the bench might need to come up. Might get him from eight to five. Maybe. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Depends on if one, two, and three, and four were busy. Hmm. It's quite a bit of numbers. That's quite a roster there. Quite a roster there. <laughs> I only had four, <laughs> asshole. Yeah. I, I couldn't I, even think beyond that. Yeah, I said keep about seven or eight on that. Yeah, I see that. Got to keep about That's seven interesting. Eight. Yeah, it's very interesting. <laughs> you have no idea. We're going to talk about that later in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate you for coming through to do episode 158. Uh, tomorrow, this will be dropping along with episode, oh, it's a bonus episode where I was in New York with the homie Naj, Ella B. King Naj of Mind Over Matter Podcast, man, it's an amazing podcast, we did the interview with DJ, uh, Miss Milan, and, um, make sure you go over to Mind Over Matter Podcast and listen to it there first to support him and his numbers, he also has come under the Roberts Media Group, so, as much as you guys show me love, go to Mind Over Matter Podcast and show the homie Naj some love. But the episodes will be out tomorrow. And the one that we did with Michelle Hope, the sex therapist in New York, that one will be out probably next week or later this week. We'll keep you guys posted on that. Always remember, man, inhale courage to excel success. We'll talk to y'all next week.
This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.